This is the Jay Che Show, brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Let's begin. Hmm. See, because ladies get um, in these in this day and age, sometimes ladies don't take the man's last name. Yeah, I had right? a hard time with it, actually. You did? Well, my maiden name was Wilhelm, and that's like really unique. yeah. That's like very German. Very German. Right? Or is it Austrian? German. It's German. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was getting ready to marry Ben like 17 years ago, I was like, I'm going to be a Johnson. Like everybody else, like every other person in the world is a Johnson. Johnson's like a Smith, right? It is. I was like, I feel like I'm losing a part of myself by being. So if you went, if you went Sandra Wilhelm Johnson, that's like really strong, by the way. That is so like, like hammer. It was on social media until about last year. And then I unhyphenated my name, and I just why on Facebook because it was too much of a pain in the ass. Is that what <laughs> people, can, people are like? Wilhelm, Wilhelm, what is it? Willem, Willem. But everybody that I grew up with knows me as Sandy Wilhelm. So if anybody's if anybody's looking for me, right from my past, they're not going to know who Sandy Johnson is. Like, there's 50 million Sandy Johnson. That's very true. So. So, but now you've embraced it. I've kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ben. After you never need to take my last name. Why you got to hyphenate? But I never hyphenated on anything but Facebook. But that was more, uh, it was an identity crisis for sure. Uh-huh. So. Okay. All right. Uh, JJ Show episode 96. I'm here with Sandy Johnson, a.k.a. Sandra Elise Instagram handle. Uh, purveyor of social media expertise. And mom to two awesome kids, extraordinaire. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, lady. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. So uh, you do social media. Uh, social media has been on my mind a lot lately, as in as in how much time I spend on my phone for no reason, no good reason at all, but just to browse and scroll Instagram and Facebook. Like it's been bothering me. Yeah, it's addicting. Right, and I and I and 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 at the end of the week when I get the the your, stats, your screen time report, like you spent five hours and forty five minutes during oh. the week. I'm like, I did. Mine said eight hours and twenty two minutes last. Yeah, but week. that's your job, though. I know, but that's still. I mean, that's a quarter of my day or a third of my day. That's <laughs> why I do social media and not math. It's a third of my day. Right. On social media. Yeah. See, I, I, I mean, and I, and then my wife, you know, catches me and, and I say, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working. Yeah. I'm, I say uh, that legitimately. Right? I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Right. So if, uh, I wake up in the morning first, before I even sit up mm-hmm. or get up out of bed, I reach for my cell phone. Yeah. Which I is it right beside your bed? Yes. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. No, I do the same And thing. then I check. I'll be I'll be transparent. Mm-hmm. I check Facebook, Instagram, email. Uh huh. Me too. And then I check my Aura Ring stats because I track my sleep. And then I get up uh-huh. to go and start my day. I, I would say that you're in the majority. That's sure. if if that's like everyone's habit now is to wake up and check social media. I think we've gone awry. Yeah, for sure we have. I think it's it's not a good sign. But we all we all know it. And yet we all do it. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's addicting. Have you seen The Social Dilemma? I haven't. Did you? Oh, it's so good. I don't want to see it now. <laughs> because because I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to say I, I don't want to see it now. I, I dread watching that film because mm-hmm. of just the, uh, already the guilt that I have oh, of yeah. spending too much time on social media. Or on, on, my, on my cell phone. Yeah. So for, for people who don't know, The Social Dilemma is a Netflix documentary all about our social media usage and mm-hmm. it's all these basically defected um, people who are high up in Twitter and Instagram and, mm-hmm. and Facebook. And um, they're talking about how basically it's addictive and it's got all these negative consequences and we all know it yeah. and yet we all still do it. Right. So, and for me on a personal note, I know all that, but because I do it for a job and for marketing, I want people to be on social media, so sort of a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if there's a way 
for us to wean ourselves off of it mm-hmm. or it's just uh, a battle that will not be won because, you know, uh, if you rewind us back in the 90s, you, you and I are about the same age. Yeah. If you rewind us back to where we were in, our, in, the, in the 1990s, like the early 1990s, when we just had the old Nokia mm-hmm. phones, right? Or yeah, the with, flip phone, yeah. right? And we didn't have any social media. And there was no texting, no social media. Well, I mean, we you would text, but kind of. It really was wasn't that, a thing. It was that T9 texting that took That's right. forever. That's right. It took forever. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, if you, if you hearken back to that and you had to go to your desktop to write an email or go to whatever was said website. I mean, it was like a task. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to actually take your time to get there. Now it's just so instantaneous. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's too easy, right? Yeah. Uh, what I'm getting at is is that were we happier in the 90s? We probably were. I want to say we were. I think, I mean, and we're coming off of an election season while we're still kind of in it. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much toxic and divisive. Yeah. And opinions. Everybody mm-hmm. has an opinion about everything and wants to share it. Right. That it's just got it's so it can be so negative and it can drag us down mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally if we get too wrapped up. I'm I I'm pretty um, I'm definitely nonpartisan on social media. Mm-hmm. I don't get into a lot of controversy or any of that, but you can get sucked into that stuff yeah. really really quickly. Really quick, and it could be something <clears throat> as uh, simple or. Um, Simple and and non-offensive as, you know, posting a thing about a mask. Oh, yeah. The efficacy of using a mask, right? Which happened to me a few months back. And and I posted something, you know, questioning about mask use. Not not leaning one way or the other, but just, you know, hey, doing the other side of the coin of, you know, because I am pro-mask. I mean, I, I wear the mask because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm around by, I'm surrounded by a lot of people all the time. So it's like, for me, it's eh, kind of necessary. Yeah. But. I'm not against people not using the mask. I mean, if you want to use, if you don't want to use the mask, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get upset over yeah. it. Yeah, but a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I think we probably were happier when we just didn't know what everybody thought about everything. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I look fondly back. Like, like, let's say, for instance, people that are in their mid, mid to late 50s probably look fondly back to the 80s, yeah. right? Like, I look fondly back to the 90s. Yeah, when, like, MySpace was the only social media and we just yeah. did a MySpace. bunch of silly surveys. And Remember the, you were having your MySpace profile and you could only have, like, six six photos? Yeah. <laughs> but then they uh, bumped it, it up. About, it was, like, 12 or something like that? It was all about picking what song was going to be in the background of That's the MySpace. That's right. That's right. What happened to those guys? I don't know. I was reading some school social media policy and they still had MySpace listed in their policy. And I was like, is that still, does it still exist? I have no idea. I think MySpace still exists. Does it? Right, but it's just now an outlet for bands. Yeah, but I, I don't know one person that still maintains no a MySpace pro- profile. Yeah, yeah, that That's... was probably my entry into the social media uh-huh. world. Like I'm, I hope to God my MySpace profile <laughs> is just gone. Gone. <laughs> yeah. it's so terrible. It's a terrible time capsule. No, mine had an orange background, <laughs> and I just changed the song like every day. That's what I remember about MySpace. What was the last song that, that you had on that you remember it putting was, up? I, I really liked Bon Jovi. So Really? Yeah. In the nineties you liked Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses. And, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Some of the classics. Respect. Respect. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um yeah, so uh, my happiness level, I know, can be affected by social media. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and that's so dangerous. And, and for someone that's not on the internet or not on social media for the, I mean, or that, that are, and that say they're not affected by it. I think you're kidding. I think you're kidding yourself. Yeah. Because if you are like a heavy user, right? Like me, like I'm I'm talking like a drug addict, like a heavy, heavy user of, of social media. That's actually in the social limit. There was one quote that stuck out to me. There's a lot of things that really stuck out to me. You should definitely. You should I'm going to watch it. it. I'll watch it. Yeah. But there's a quote. It says that there's only, t- I don't know the exact quote, but the gist is that there's only two industries that refer to their customers as users, and it's illegal drugs and software. Mm. And we are. We're a Facebook user. We're an Instagram user. Right. And no, other than illegal drugs, like, they don't refer to us as users. And Dang. so they talk. And that's, 
it's true if you think about it. And, you know, every time that you post something and you hit that like or somebody hits that like button, it's mm-hmm. like a shot of dopamine. Yeah. And it makes you happy and it's addictive. You keep right. going back to it. When you see that heart mm-hmm. that's lit up. Yeah. Right. Red. Right. It's on Facebook. Right. You open up the page and at the bottom on, on the lower, yeah. lower bar on the bottom uh, next to the last icon. If that heart is red, mm-hmm. that means you've got a like. So yeah. automatically you're like, ah, oh, oh, yay. And that's a shot of dopamine. That's a shot of dopamine. And yeah. I know that that's happening to me. Right? Right. I know that that's happening to me. I wonder if 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 it's just better that it's not there. Well, they had talked about for a long time taking that away. On Instagram. On Instagram. But they right. didn't because I. the amount of, of research and psychology that goes into on the developer side mm-hmm. into studying how we interact with it and why we use it and how long we're on it. They know that mm-hmm. and they capitalize on that. Right. So, uh, I love it when people leave Facebook and then they come and back. And then they come back. <laughs> I love when back. they do that, right? Yeah. They'll come back. Yeah. And there's been a couple, I've seen people like, we're going to go to this new, these couple new ones. Parlor. Parlor and I signed me, up for Parlor. MeWe. Me, I don't haven't heard Me-wee of that one or yet. something. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine for a while, but it's not going to become mainstream enough, I don't think, to... Yeah. Like, to it's, it's, the Facebook is Facebook. too ti- uh, too much of a titan yeah. right now for any other... So, or, and Instagram. But, well, they they own both, right? No, Facebook owns Facebook's Instagram. Own ins- right. So, they're Instagram. one and the same anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides Facebook, what other social media platform out there that's kind of, like, well-liked and used? I mean, for younger, it's TikTok and Snapchat. Yeah, but TikTok and Sna- uh, TikTok, and I don't have a Snapchat account, but or at least I don't think I do. Um, TikTok really it just bothers me. Yeah, I don't. Same. I had an account, but then I heard about how it's such, such a security yeah. risk, and then it's a China-owned company, et cetera. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's there's just too too many problems with it. I, I just deleted the account. But when I was on there, I was like, it's just a bunch of kids dancing. And, and and to boot, a lot of girls, yeah. scantily clad, young girls yeah. dancing. I was just like, ew, this is not good. Yeah. This is not good for anybody. I, because I run all the social media for Lakeland Christian School, that's my primary job. Uh-huh. Um, our athletic trainer had a TikTok and, and he had, somehow he had amassed like 21,000 followers. Whoa. Um, just doing silly athletic training stuff. Right. So, and I was like, we have to make you an official school social media account now because he wanted to use students. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can't use students unless you're an official. So now we have an official school TikTok. So you guys had to take over his account? He's still running it, but uh-huh. it has to be branded. And, and so it falls so under what our... happens if you lo- what happens if he lo- leaves the school? What happens to the account? I, I It would probably be shut down. <laughs> I don't think the next athletic <laughs> trainer would want to take it on. But, but now I have to have a TikTok so that I can sort of... Help admin the account. Just make sure that everything is always school appropriate and branded correctly. And right. so I was like, man, now I'm, I feel as I'm almost 40 as I'm downloading TikTok. It's, it just seems kind of silly, but All right. it can suck you in if you start watching TikTok videos for sure. It's like Reels now on Instagram is basically True. the same thing. Right, right, right. But so. with TikTok, though, it's this funny thing where you're posting dances dubbed over a song mm-hmm. or, or movie moves, right or movie stuff mm-hmm. right and you know you're lip syncing yeah i, oh, I i'm at a loss it's i'm at like a loss a narcissist's um dream though true which is really a lot of the heart of social media kind of comes from that mm-hmm. selfies selfies yeah i've yeah. said this before i think is i love it when i see someone and it's usually a girl. Sorry, guys. Usually a girl that has the same angle. She takes a photo or a selfie and her chin is tilted oh, yeah. at a, the same angle for every single photo. Oh, well, as as a girl, I know my optimal angle. <laughs> like, I mean, we do. We know. Like, if you shoot it here, you get the double chin. If you shoot it here, you don't. So, right. yeah, we've... We yeah, know. but for every single one, you every can't mix one, it up? I know. I know. No, this. I get, I, You're not going to see a lot of selfies on my page. You're just. 
I, I'm just saying, okay, that yes. it's it is it is something of a a novelty yeah. to me that to know that there's a person out there who's taking photos of themselves in the exact same way, mm-hmm. right? Just sans you know new outfits and. Yeah you know, new hairdo and, and, you know, whatever and background, but it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Like you basically, you don't even have to, you can just use Photoshop then swap right. out your clothes, yeah. swap out, you know, do whatever, put different filters because you know, it, you're basically posting the same thing over and over again. Now, can you imagine us in the nineties with our like disposable Kodaks, just snapping pictures right. and then taking it and have it developed and you get 24 of the same photos and you're blinking on all of them because you can't delete them and that's uh, kind of weird. Yeah, that's so weird. I would have loved to have had that job though. By the way, working <laughs> oh, at sure. at a at one of the the photo booths. Yeah, right. Or not the photo booths, but the, what was it? The 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 you know Kodak like the processing drop-off. the film drop off in this know, big box store. We had one in our Kroger parking lot. Really? Up in Indiana, you just it was like a little. It looked like a phone booth out in the middle of the parking lot. That's where you dropped your film off. Huh. That's cool. But I mean, could you imagine though? Because you have to look at everyone's photos. Yeah, it'd be really entertaining. You know, because like if you're like, that's like the ultimate voyeur voyeur oh, profession sure. to have. Because you're like, oh my gosh, here comes so and so again. Get ready for some good photos. Yeah, but back then, you know, you take one photo and you're like, I hope that's good. I hope it turned out all right. And now we take fifty to get the right angle so that it's optimal for putting a filter on it. And yeah, like I remember it. going to um, uh, Europe after college. Like I went backpacking, mm-hmm. right? And I had, uh, you know, a, f- a film, you know, camera, right? An analog yeah. camera. And I, ha- I remember taking the used rolls and putting it in a Ziploc bag. Mm-hmm. And I would come back from the trip because I hadn't ha- developed any of the film. Yeah. So for like two months, I didn't know what I, t- I mean, I remember taking photos, but I don't know, I can't remember every single photo I took. So it's like yeah. a, a surprise, like, ooh, time capsule, yep. two months of of you know places that I visited now I can kind of look back to it versus now it's like everything is just yeah. housed on your phone How it's many, on the cloud I, mean, and I have it's, like twenty four thousand photos on my phone right now what do you do with all of them I don't know I I don't know what to do with all my photos I like through, I feel like what what happens if the cloud dies or something and and like all these memories yeah I don't know I mean it's out of my twenty four there's like. 20 of them are probably my kids. 20,000 mm-hmm. of them are just mm-hmm. my kids, mm-hmm. and they're five and seven. That's a lot of photos. And well, what are you going to I mean, like, I, I, don't, I have I'm, no idea. I mean, I, I, we try to uh, do uh, take some photos and put it in picture frames. Like, mm-hmm. remember, we used to pe- like, I, I don't think people really do that so much anymore. Not much. Not much of it, right? So, I'm like, what photos am I going to choose to put update these antiquated picture frames around the house? Right. Yeah. And put our, you know, kids. Right. It's like a, it's, it's a, it's a time capsule. I don't know. It's weird. But that's kind of, you know, when I think about why I use social media, it's because I'm from up north. I'm from northern Indiana. That's where all my family is. So when I post photos, because I don't want to text them twenty photos a day of my kids, but if I post some here and there on social media, my family and my friends mm-hmm. will see pictures of what's going on in my life down here in Florida. Right. And it's a way to keep in touch. It's a way thing. to keep in touch. And so I think that that's, that's one of my personal reasons that I use social media is just for community, staying right. in touch with people, mm-hmm. family and friends that I don't have everyday contact with. Yes. And that I want them to see what's going on in your life. What's going on. Yeah. Just kind of keep tabs yeah. type thing. Yeah. Because of, I don't have time to call them every day or text them every day or, right. you know, they don't want to see pictures of my kids every yeah. single day, but if they passively want to go on to Instagram and look, and what's going on? Great, they can. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons I do it. But I think that's the majority of people. I think, I think so. at least I want to say so. I hope so. Right. Um, what happens when we die, and what happens to our Instagram account and our Facebook account after we're gone? They live on. I mean, they're unless you've given somebody, I would think, access they're, to your account. Right. To you're shut given it the down. username and password. I had a friend from Michigan suddenly pass away in September. I think it was September, very suddenly. And I was, I'm friends with her on Facebook. I was never friends with her on Instagram, but it keeps suggesting her in my like suggested friends. And I, friends. (laughs) 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 I'm not even Southern and that sounded Southern. Um, it suggests it suggests her to me as a friend, and every time I see it, I was like, "That's so sad. She's not alive anymore. Right. Somebody needs to go in there and shut down her account." But 
There wouldn't be anyone there wouldn't to be. be you anybody. can't like contact Facebook and be like, hey, this person's not with us I anymore. I don't think so. Uh, who did I have on the show where we had this idea or this shared this idea of like what happens to our social media when we pass pass along? Like there should be like a company dedicated yeah. to fulfilling that service, right? Yeah. As morbid as it is to 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 make commerce out of death, yeah, but. You would think that there would be a company out there to like help with that. It kind of it can become a memorial site. My father my father in law passed away two years ago, and I think people still will go on and be like, you know, we miss you. Oh, which is nice, but yeah. it's also really sad and very sad. But at at some point, mm-hmm. however many years down the road, yeah, you think somebody would just there's kind of inactive be, accounts. That's got to be a moment. I've never. I haven't come across that moment but i could imagine having a friend and that friend being no longer with us and and seeing a post reoccur mm-hmm. or something or a memory yeah. or some kind recur and then me being at one point going i got i got i got i have to unfollow yeah, I have to unfollow you because you're not here anymore, and it's, and it's, and it's tearing me apart. Yeah. so I gotta unfollow you. Mm-hmm. You know, even after you've gone, after you're not even here anymore, yeah. yet you're you're, you're digitally here. Yeah, oh, that's hard. That sucks. But I just, you know, I am on social media. I love social media. It's my job. It's what I do for my main full time job. It's what I do for my side business, social media marketing. I like it personally. And there's so many good things. Yeah. Like my Facebook memories that pop up every day. I love my Facebook memories. Right. Because I'll see my daughter when she was a baby. A baby. And yeah. Like, oh, that's so sweet. I remember that. Yes. And I love that. Yes. But then for all the good, there's the other stuff. The other stuff. Right. There's the addictive nature of it. The, there's the amount of time that we spend on it. There's the narcissist, just the narcissistic nature of it. There's mm-hmm. the divisiveness and the, you know, so it's give and take. I, so we have to learn how to use it responsibly. I think um, if I had to guess as to where this is all headed, I would say that we are going to live in uh, a Matrix-like world. I remember the yeah. movie The Matrix, right? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, uh, where we are indeed plugged in in some manner mm-hmm. and that we are all connected uh, in some virtual way. Uh, yeah. You know, not necessarily a plug to the back of the head, right? Like the movie portrayed. You're going to like the social dilemma. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, okay. okay. It's very much got this kind of, I mean, it, it basically, it portrays us as just automated machines that do exactly what they tell us to do. Whoa. It's eye opening. Like the Borg in Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched Star Trek. I did a, right. a long, long time ago. Okay. My right. dad loved it, so yeah. I watched it with him. So the Borg, right? Mm-hmm. These, you know, these uh, natural beings, but just overtaken by technology, and now mm-hmm. they all share a hive mind. And like, I feel like that's where we're headed: is that we're all headed to one consciousness of some kind, overridden by which is dangerous. one entity, right? That's dangerous. Dangerous, absolutely. Like a, a loss of freedom. Yeah. Loss of individuality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even if you think about social media ads, if you've gone out and Googled, you're a car guy, you have mm-hmm. a new Mustang sitting out in mm-hmm. the parking lot, yeah. you start Googling a lot about Mustangs, it's going to start showing up in your ads. Yes, it has. And if even because our phones have speakers in them, if you're having a conversation about your pet, mm-hmm. you'll start getting ads about- Is that for real? It can be for because sure. Because I I feel like it's happened to me one time, but then yeah. but then it, my my phone got smart or my laptop got smart and it's like oh he found me out Ooh, I gotta yeah. you know I'll, I'll stop showing that. So it'll Even. show you what you've been researching and talking about and and everything that we do is basically trackable and then they tailor things to us in targeted marketing. Mm-hmm. I mean that, yeah I I do realize that that's happening for sure yeah um even the things that your instagram feed suggests for you when you go to search it'll start showing you things that that you already like mm -hmm. so Hmm. when i look at my instagram i get a lot of stuff about the bachelor and bachelorette is that your show (laughs) that's one of my shows shows? (laughs) 
And so it'll show me about what they're doing. And I was like, ah. Oh. You still have cable television? No. Uh, I use Hulu, Netflix, oh, okay. Got it. YouTube, okay. TV. Right. Subscription uh, platforms. Got it. Yeah, I don't know. Everything is through my Apple TV. Okay. I'm about to offload Apple TV. Why is that? Because I hate that damn remote. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate it. I don't know why. And I've I've been an Apple fanboy for the mm-hmm. long, long time now. Over a decade at least. Yeah. And now that that little remote, which I beautifully designed. It's so beautiful. Apple products are so beautiful. Until you have kids and their glass and everything breaks. But Right. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. But that little remote is infuriating. I don't know how many times I've changed the remote, the, the, the battery in that thing with the past couple months. It's just, oh. I've never changed the battery in my Apple remote. You've never changed your battery? Never. Maybe I'm just like too aggro and I'm just like, I don't know, pressing Maybe. too hard on the thing. Oh, I just found out that I'm 98% more in Neanderthal than any <laughs> human on earth. Which I saw on your social media. Yeah. I posted that. Because you posted I, it. I, 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 it's a source of pride for me now yeah. that I'm 98% more Neanderthal, Neanderthal, right? Is that yeah. the pr- pronunciation than everyone else on yeah. earth? Dang. I knew I, I just like I had I knew yeah. it. I knew I was I definitely a lot more caveman than other people. I don't think I'm caveman at all. I mean you sell my hat. I'm a little extra sometimes. But not Neanderthal. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So like let's let's back it up to okay, okay. so social social media, that is your uh profession. That's what you you do. What yes. do you tell your have you given your kids any I mean they're young still. They're young. So they don't, and of course they're not going to have any kind of social media thing, but. But, but they know about it. Right. I'll take a picture. And this is funny because this is my son. And mm-hmm. I'll take a picture. I'll be like, can I see that first? Oh, he says that. Yeah. It's like he wants, <laughs> he wants to see it before I post it. I'm going to need to see that first. That's so cute. And it's probably because he's heard me say. Right. To somebody. Like, I need to see that first. To banner someone. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, they know usually when I'm. Snapping a picture that I want to post that yeah. I just tell them that they're cute and that people need to see how cute they are. Right, right. So. I've, I've had my my both my son and my daughter tell me individually yet in separate occasions like, "Don't post that." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> don't post that. I don't so, want you to post it. Um, yeah. But yes, I think about. Part of me wonders what will be, because they're only five and seven. What will they have when they're twelve, thirteen, fourteen? when kids are starting to get social media at their mm-hmm. age, right. which hopefully it's not that young. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's younger and younger that I see kids, you know, on social media. social media. Like TikTok. Yeah. That's some young kids on that thing. Uh-uh. Oy. And, you know, there's all the user agreements that say you're supposed to be a certain age, and I think that there's just, they know the workarounds. Mm-hmm. But I want my kids to, because, I mean, if you think about, like, the effects on kids – and teens with there's the self image and there's the relationships and those and the um, bullying that can happen on social media. Like mm-hmm. I don't want my kids to have to deal with that. So I want, I want to be aware of it so that I can hopefully help them, help them along or, or at least prepare them. Yeah. Yeah. And then as a parent monitor really closely how they're using it. Right. Which I think is one of the biggest dangers of Snapchat mm. is that, you know, you take a picture, you send it, it disappears. Right. Does it really disappear, It disappears. Though? I mean... Unless you take a screenshot of it, right? Unless you take a screenshot. But then it tells the person that you've taken a screenshot. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Wow, that's kind of scary. Ooh, that is. You think about, like, what... Yeah, I don't think I have a Snapchat. I, I, I am... Or I may have tried it, and I never did anything with it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. There's a couple out there that... I would just probably be like, if I can't see what somebody's sending you because it's going to disappear after a couple seconds. No, we're not doing it. You are not doing that. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't, so. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the how to cross that bridge. I mean, my kids are still too young to have any out of that kind of thing. Yeah. But but then again, I know of kids that get cell phones at the age of twelve, so right. it's not that far away. No, and if parents aren't watching really really closely, what they're watching what they're googling what they're looking at on social media right there's just all kinds of stuff out there yeah a friend of mine uh this is an anecdote but i'm not gonna name names but a friend of mine <laughs> told me that their kid got hit up by an adult locally yeah you know it doesn't and, surprise me and, at all. and 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 he got on the the phone and be like hey look this is so-and-so's dad 
Mm-hmm. I'm watching you. I'm going to find you. Yeah. Right. And uh, well, the guy that the guy just disappeared, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's scary. There are just really a lot of people out there who are looking to prey on girls and who are looking at all the, the wrong things and, mm-hmm. and want all the wrong things out of social media. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's really it's just. one of the dark sides for sure. Disgusting. Uh, and, and, um, and to know that uh, child trafficking, mm-hmm. right? Human trafficking. Yeah. Is like, it's, it's like a big deal. It's like really it's and deal. it's and it's and it's not really spoken of in the volume that it should be. At least I don't think. Yeah. And there, I wish I could remember the name of the company that they kind of monitor social media and how like predators are using it against mm-hmm. kids. And they've done all these like you know research where they've dressed adults up as girls and had them go on and post certain things and just the number of comments that they get right away from men and and just. Trying Dis- to yeah, hook disgusting up people. Disgusting yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we don't, if we're not looking at what our kids are doing, you know, we don't know if that's happening. Right. So right. I don't want scary stuff. It is scary. Uh, I, 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 I wish, like, it, it's a, it feels like. I mean, I'm sure the police department. I know the sh- sheriff, Judd. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I see him <laughs> on social media, of course, yeah. as he as he does, but um, where he's going after, you know, predators. Oh yeah. And what have you? And it makes me feel good. That there's a guy out there that's really making a point of of catching those guys, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. again, that's the dark side of social media. Mm-hmm. So the good stuff, though. There's uh, so much good stuff. Yeah, there's the good stuff is 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 uh you know all the positive things that happen to people. Yeah. Right. The tear jerking moments. Right. That get shared. Right. Right. That 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 uh, that bring a commonality to everyone, no matter what their yeah. political affiliation is. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a good thing. Well, and you know, when my daughter stands here on your mats and breaks her first board and is all excited, like I want to share that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's um, so great. Your yeah. kids are so great. I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> they're so great. I love them. But, um, and that's, you know, from a marketing standpoint, businesses that use social media, sure. that's how we research now. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, if I'm looking for, when I was looking for my kids to start karate, mm-hmm. I didn't go to websites. I go to social media. Mm. Oh yeah, so you t- tell me. So how? how that's how, how we research. Yeah, you now. did you did all the research on on social media that's, to find. Yeah, it. that's what people do now. How many other martial arts schools did you go to? We, I mean, maybe looked at two or three, mm-hmm. but word of mouth right. is always going to be the number one yeah. kind of marketing. Mm-hmm. But word of mouth is also through social media now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of you know when I post for Lakeland Christian, something's going on in a classroom, and a parent sees their kids and shares it on their page. Mm-hmm. That's a form of word of mouth marketing right so very true yeah, yeah so yeah, when yeah. i see other people posting stuff from say karate beyond mm-hmm. like i definitely need to check that place out so i'm not gonna go to your website i'm gonna go to your social right yeah yeah i mean that's the same thing with me I mean, if i purchase any service or look for in particular yeah. services right i look at the reviews mm-hmm. right and i and i and for me i typically don't look at the five star or the one star right I look at the three star and the four star reviews. The middle of the road stuff. The middle of the road stuff because that's where people are like, you know, hey, they're being trying to be as sensible about this as possible, yeah. not like overstate it. Something. Well, from a marketing standpoint, you put your first or you put your best foot forward on your website. Sure. It's a marketing tool. It's mm-hmm. going to be the best of the best. But the social feed kind of gives a realistic day to day picture of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. if you want, it's kind of like the. The three and four star reviews. They're yeah. the, it's the realness as mm-hmm. opposed to the the marketing yeah. perspective. I've said I've said this before <clears throat> and I'm gonna say it again. I wanna give myself a one star review. Why is on that on Karate Beyond? <laughs> well all all of them, you know, God bless. Thank you guys so very much. I am so so grateful. You guys have given me five stars all around on Google and Facebook. Thank you. I thank you for so much. But there's gonna be a day when I'm going to really upset somebody. <laughs> and they're going to give you a one-star they're review. They're going to give you a one-star review. And they're going to bring your Google rating down. Gonna, and, well, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to forego that right now. I'm just yeah. going to give myself a one-star review. And I'm going to state <laughs> reasons why you should not come to Karate Beyond. Here are the reasons why you shouldn't come. As a marketing professional, I would advise you. <laughs> not to do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no. You should say all the great things. But um, yes. Yeah. yeah. I get it. But I'd give you a five-star review. We've been really happy. Well, thank you. So, I but I know, you know, 
because I work at a school and, and you get a rival that comes in and loses a, a football game and then they leave you a negative review and that's kind of there forever. And Are you serious? That happens? Oh, it happens. It happens. And <laughs> that's so petty. It's so that's petty. so petty. Or a kid will get in trouble and they'll go post and, and there's only so much you can do to counteract that. And you have to, you're going to have unhappy people. Yeah. And unhappy people are the ones who tend to be the loudest. Right. True, because they got to complain. They got to complain. They got to complain. They want yeah. somebody to hear them. Right. So whether it's something that's posted on social or whether it's a, a review, um, you're going to have the unhappy people that want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So, so yeah. what? What do? What do so you, so you provide social media services so far as like making posts for people. You're hosting their websites too, or no? Um, I've helped with a few websites. Yeah. 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 But your forte is being managing and creating content for their Facebook and Yeah, so my background is in, I mean, when I got my bachelor's and master's degree, social media didn't really exist. What do you have your bachelor's and master's in? They're in communications. Okay. Um, with marketing and professional writing emphasis. I wanted to be a sports writer. Whoa. I did. And That's I was cool. in college for a, a local newspaper up in Ohio. I was a, a sports writer. Uh-huh. Um, and then I realized that it was all evening hours. Uh-huh. And then once I got married... I would never have ever seen Ben. Right. Um, so I kind of went more the marketing route. Yeah. And so I've been at LCS for, I'm in the middle of my 16th year. Dang, that's a long time. As the director of marketing and communications. But there was no social media when I started. Hmm. There wasn't when I got my degrees. And so that's kind of, I've just kind of learned it as I go as a, and then when it started, it was only for, you know, like college students and friends and much more community based. Right. And then it became almost bigger for businesses yeah. than personal use. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my background. And but graphic design yeah. and content management right. and content, you know, development. And I I've said this to you um in private, but I you know, I said when I first met you and you mentioned that you did the LCS um social media stuff, I was like and I was aware of LCS doing it. Mm-hmm. And doing it well. Like I saw, I saw the posts, and this is before I've ever met you. I was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, Elsius is really kicking some tail here on the social media stuff." I'm like, "This is actually really good stuff, yeah, right? Thanks. Not just like you know, some teacher, yeah. you know, just you know, has username, password to yeah. it, and then they just gonna post something, whatever, on random. Like right. it was like well thought out material. This yes. is before I met you. We have a strategy, and then and then, and then I met you, and you're, you're like, "Yeah, I'm the one that is like, dang." Very nice. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 quite good. We yeah. put a lot of thought and and um, strategy into how we develop mm-hmm. our social media. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. You said that you're from Indiana. I am from Indiana. But then, what's up with Ohio? I went to college in Ohio. Are you a Buckeye? No, nope. I went to a small private Christian college uh-huh. in Ohio, kind of in the. There's a Columbus and Cincinnati and Dayton make a triangle, and it was like right stuck in the middle. Okay. And Ben ended up there from Florida. He grew up in Lakeland, my husband. Uh huh. And we started dating in college, and you guys met in Ohio. We met in Ohio. He hated it. It was cold. It is cold. <laughs> um, I was from Northern Indiana, up near South. So you're End. used to it. So I was used to it. Yeah. And um, we started dating, and I was like, "Oh, Florida sounds great. Let's go." Mm, mm. So we've been here. It wasn't a hard sell. It was not a hard sell. Right. I just made him promise that I could go see my family yeah. regularly. And uh-huh. and now my parents are snowbirds, so they're down here part of the year. And That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's nicer down here. Oh, for sure it is. <laughs> People are happier down here where it's warm. Minus the summers. Because the summers are brutal yeah. here. But I tell people, fun. up north, you stay inside in the winter. And down here, you stay inside in the summer. Yeah. That's true. But... If you do have to go out, you don't have to scrape ice off your window. Mm-hmm. So you just got to watch out for hurricanes. There's that. <laughs> hurricanes. The first year down here was Charlie, Francis, and Jean. Was okay. my like we got married in April, and then that started in the summer. And I was like, "What is going on? This is apocalypse down yeah. here." Yeah. But now it's no big deal. It's no, it's no big deal. It's no like big this deal. last one, Etta or Ida. Yeah. Well, I like the day off school was nice. I was I was like, man, this is, this is there's not even a, a breeze out Nothing. right now. What's going on? Why do we, why did why do they anyway? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. And so so you made it down here with Ben uh, here in Lakeland, uh, and you've been 16 years at, at LCS. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. I started at Southeastern University um, for a year, and then I moved. They created my position. Over at Lakeland Christian, they needed to kind of offload some of the marketing stuff mm-hmm. from the advancement director. Yeah. And so 
my job was very different from what it is now because, like I said, social media didn't exist. And so I sort of developed all of it um, and just built it from built the social media strategy kind of from from nothing to what it is now. And right. we focus on Facebook and Instagram, a little bit on Twitter. Do you guys like to have like compliance rules for the staff we and do. students? Like you can't post certain things or, or, you know, or like you're the eagle eye and you have to watch out over Listen, everybody. <laughs> this just came up today and it's, I hate being social media police. And I said that, right. um, which really isn't my job. But if I see, if I see something that's posted, one of the things is as employees, we're not supposed to post student photos on our own personal pages. Got it. Okay. So, which comes into, it's a problem when, you know, like my my children are at a school event and there's a classmate in the photo I can't post because I'm an employee before I'm a parent. Right. Unless you blur it out. Unless blur, you blur the it person out. out. Yeah. Or I post it on the LCS and share it to my own. Ah, that's then that's the loophole. That's okay, loophole. Uh-huh. And so every once in a while, and just not thinking, they'll post something and, yeah. and I'll have to be like, ah, you got to take that down. Mm. And just today I had, I had a friend and he's a friend and I said, you know, I saw you post something on your personal you got to take it down. And he goes, oh, I forgot. Sorry, I'll do it. And then the next text he meant to send his wife, I said, I guess I just need to block her. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to lose all my friends on social media. Because Did I'm you reply telling- back? I'm still here. <laughs> I said, did you mean to send that to somebody else? And he called me and he apologized. And he's like, I'm just joking. You're such a good friend. I'm so sorry I did that. And I was like, oh. yeah, I know. <laughs> so I love those moments. Yeah. Because it's, so be oh, it's so it's awkward. It's so awkward, right? But if you're, I mean, if you're a friendly person, which you are, and 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 I like to think I am, is like yeah. if it happens, if it, it happens, come it happens. on, it's like whatever. Yeah. It's human condition. I knew I he's, you know, he was joking, and I could give him a hard time, but right. So every once in a while, but there are, you know, and and like I don't friend students, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of people who do. I think like as my kids get older, I do want to know what their friends are all doing. Sure. Maybe they're when they're in college or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's a good cutoff, right? Yeah. I just think that use wisdom and discernment mm. is just a good yeah policy in general. Yeah. So I mean, I, I friend, friend everybody. Yeah. Like I friend everyone. Everybody. Well, it. I mean, if it's a kid, right? Yeah. And they have they have a social media account and they're not old enough to have one. I'm like, eh, no, mm-hmm. no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Right, but they're college now, and which which happens now to me is yeah. like you know they'll they'll be whatever said college and they're oh, master Jason, yeah. master Jason, and, and you know I'll, I'll friend them and that's fine, but but yeah, because that can get kind of squirrely. Because I know companies they just don't they they shun you know friending employees yeah. and what have you on on social media. Yeah, well, social it's supposed to be social. It's supposed to be community mm-hmm. at its best. It's community. So right, right. yeah, I'll. And from us, from the school's account, I'll follow the students and their parents, and because I get a lot of information and news. Like if a student gets accepted into college, I might see it on their page and want to follow up and use it. Yeah, for sure. In our marketing, that's right. So it's kind of a way of getting news and information too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where do you get your news? As a as a, as as just the, as an individual, where do you get your news? I find the news to be depressing in general. Um, so I don't try to consume a lot of it, but mm-hmm. I'll get Apple news headlines. Mm-hmm. I get ledger headlines and then Twitter. Okay. But I, and this uh, is no, I'm not like, yeah. this is not a loaded question no. because I, I'm, I'm figuring this out for myself at right now and, 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 and thinking where am I getting my news? Yeah. Right. It's Facebook. Right. Occasionally Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, the news and news and beyond app. That okay. for whatever reason is now popular. Yeah. Right. Uh, I stopped getting the Apple news thing. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, it was creeping me out. Yeah. And I just like, ah. and um, and that's it. And I use the skim. What's that? The skim is a daily. It's kind of like Apple News, but it's two women up in New York that started this. Um, it's just headlines. Uh-huh. But it's kind of got a sarcastic bent to it. Okay. And I like that. If right. I can get my news with a dose of sarcasm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, because I, I I just I don't have a a trust for news anymore. No. News outlets like ABC, NBC, no. MSNBC, all those guys. I I just don't I just don't. I'm like you guys have an agenda. 
Oh, for sure they do. You have a lot of money being yeah. poured into ca- capturing people's attention and getting them riled up. So I just, I, you know, I have to take you with a grain of salt now. And I think that's, yeah. When I think about what I see on Apple News and what I see even on Twitter, you just have to consider the source of all of it. And, yeah. and I just think that most of it has some sort of agenda and they're benefiting financially. And right. so I don't. The uh, I have one of those Google Hubs. Uh, okay. It's a, a screen, um, you know, that knows you're in the room. <laughs> yep. It's so Skynet. <laughs> it's so Skynet. It, uh, where you know I'll walk in front of it in the morning, and it'll turn on and say, and it'll give a little little chime and say, "Good morning, yeah. Jay." You know, would you like your news? Right. Yeah. You know, your would you like to go through your morning routine? My morning routine is making coffee and watching the news right. on the Google Hub thing. And I'll say, yeah, Google Play the news. And it'll play whatever news that they feel is curated for my tastes, I okay. believe. But then there's, uh, I've listened to some of this news commentary or these news that's read audio, uh, for audio. And it sounds as if I'm being read to by high school kids living in Northern or Southern California. Okay. They'd use like likes and ums yeah. and yeah. Ers and like um, like I'm being talked to by kids reading news to me, and I got upset. Yeah. I'm like, where's my Walter Cronkite? Right. Oh, there's there's no Walter. Cronkite. Where's my Where's my Tom Brokaw? Where's your Dan Rather's? Where's my Dan Rather's? Yeah. And instead, I'm getting these kids that sound like millennials, by the way, yeah. reading news to me, and I'm like. I can't do this. Yeah. Especially there's a network called Cheddar. I never heard of it. You should look it up. Cheddar. For a nice, nice okay. fun time on that one. And I, I just got upset. I'm like, this is this can't be it. This is this is like these these are the kids that got the education and they went to college and all of it and then now this is the product. This is your and work? That's what you get. Yeah, that's I why. Know. I mean Instagram, I follow the Today Show. Mm-hmm. I follow ESPN. Mm-hmm. I follow people.com. That's the kind of news I just want. I want headlines. I'll read the headlines, but I don't dig. I, I usually don't dig too deep hmm. just because I don't, I don't trust it enough right. to. I think there's, there's no journalistic integrity is, no. is basically what I'm, yeah. what I'm, what it boils down to is like, I, I don't know if there's, if it's out there or if there's a the news outlet that's like, here, I'm going to give you the news, and this is the black and white. Here are the facts. You oh, yeah. make I your don't own think opinions. That you make your own opinions about, it, like Walter Cron- Walter Cronkite stuff, yeah. right? Like, I, I wish there was that somewhere. And 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 if you guys are listening, you know of an outlet like that. Hit me up. Let me know because I'd like to see it. But you know, back in when Walter Cronkite was doing the news, and Dan Rather and Tom Brokaw, everybody got their news from the TV news right. or a newspaper. And it, and now it's anybody can post anything. Anyone, on everyone's a any journalist. Site. Everybody's a journalist. Yeah. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody's an expert, and that's been part of the problem on social media with all of this masks and COVID. Is like this person who's credible says this, but then over here, this person who's credible says that. Well, if they're both credible, how do I know what to believe? Mm-hmm. And that's right. I feel like more than ever we're getting conflicting. Yeah. We just don't know what to believe. Which is like, we should take a crash crash course in the scientific method again or something yeah. to, to be able to dissect what we're getting. Yeah. Right. Anyway. But. Who's got the time for that though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that is one of the reasons I use social media. Yeah. So, is I do get my news from social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twitter is just headlines. You can just scroll through the headlines. Twitter uh, hurts my eyes. Yeah. Twitter is actually not even considered, it is a social media, but it's actually considered a news source more than a social media now. Why? Because people so, like make make like breaking news on Twitter first. Is that what what the deal is? Yeah, it's not so much like if you think about Facebook and Instagram, people are liking your stuff. You're posting it for other people to see and interact with. And with Twitter, you're really just scrolling this endless scroll of mm-hmm. 260 characters with links. Right. So most of it's news and, based. And what is it? The tweet backs or whatever. The, retweets. The retweets. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I don't even know the nomenclature. Yeah. Um, Okay, hey, we can go about go on this for hours. What time is it? Um, tell us where we can find you. 
Well, on social. Yeah. Instagram, at Sandra Alice. Mm-hmm. Alice is A-L-Y-C-E. So, at Sandra Alice, um, Lakeland Christian has Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter. If, if, if someone asks me for, uh, you know, who, who would you recommend for social media management stuff, oh. I refer you now. That's great. Because you nice. yeah, you like legitimately have like solid work. Yeah. So my Versus side Versus a lot business. of people where they, they're like, yeah. they're kind of, they, they took a course. Yeah. So I like social media so much that I decided that I wasn't busy enough with a full-time job and two kids that I would, and I've been doing my side gig since 2011. So at Sandra Alice Creative yeah. is Instagram for my side business. And I do um, social media marketing and graphic design for other small businesses around Lakeland. Nice. Very nice. Thanks for coming on. Oh, oh. you know what? I got to ask you the question. What do you want? What do you want? What do I want? Yeah, this is the, this is a question oh, I ask man. everybody. What do you want? Out of life? I don't or know. Just in it's, a, it's an open-ended question. Man, there's a lot of things I want. All right, hit it. We talked about it earlier. I love eight hours of uninterrupted sleep mm. every night. Mm-hmm. Um, That's gold. Sleep. It's been a long time <laughs> <laughs> since I've had that. I would love for Notre Dame football to win a national championship. Ah. And for all of you Clemson fans out there, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. I want my kids to be good, kind people as they get older. And I, um, so th- yeah, those are things I want. Okay. So what do you want? I don't know. A lot, a lot of things I, I want. Know, a lot of things. I can give you my list. But Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to take the Mustang on the track. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the new ride on the track and hopefully not kill myself or drive, drive sideways into a pylon as I learn to drift. Yeah. Don't do that. I'm looking at speedways right now and racetracks to figure out if I can do this. Hopefully I don't die. It'd be fun. That'd be fun. I posted it up. I said, who knows? I posted it on Facebook and Instagram. Who knows how to, uh, who's ever been to the track, racetrack, um, and a couple, actually an old student of mine. Okay. Who's uh, now, I think he's 17. He's a, a former cart uh, driver. Like, a, not, not the race car, but the karting. Like, uh-huh. go-kart. Yeah. But like, professional. Like, he was a, you know, like a champ. Okay. And and now he's, you know, he's 17. And he's got his own car. And he's like, Master Jay, I'll take you down to Sebring with me. His parents are super cool. But, yeah, uh, but yeah he's, I think he's going to teach me how to how to drive this thing. That'll be fun. Not into a wall, hopefully. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for coming on. I'll put in show notes how people can find you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. For listening to the JJ Show. Brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Martial arts classes for men, women, and children. After school pickup, evening classes, and summer camp. Visit KarateBeyond.com.